another episode of the so-called Oreos podcast. We are back in the studio this week. Um, Amari and Rachel, you were missed last episode. Um, well, you know, let me introduce ourselves so we don't forget again. I am Kia Swin. Hey, y'all. I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm Janae. <laughs> and I'm Amari. What's good, y'all? How y'all feeling? What's up? This is my last um, in-studio recording. Oh, that's crazy. I was so dramatic. <laughs> but I'm good. How about you guys? Um, I'm trying not to be annoyed. Yesterday I went to yoga, so and, I, and I'm starting yoga, guys. Trying to get my zen. We talked about this in our yeah. little group chat yesterday. Um, but then you know when I got off the train, I needed to go to CVS, and my phone was acting wonky, so I couldn't find it. And I'm terrible at like directions and just navigating in general. And people were walking on my heels, so I felt very like, <clears throat> and my feet were cold because I'm wearing thin, cute thigh-high boots. They're cute. Okay. But they're very thin and I'm not wearing any socks. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Tarjay. Oh, I just got some. Uh, y'all gonna judge me from Walmart. It looks exactly the same. Really? I had to bring my mom. I said, Mom, do these look cheap and are they gross looking? Like, will they fall apart? Like, should I spend money? Because they be looking good. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like as long as you don't wear them every day, they'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah, and was, no judgment, Kia. No I judgment. was just trying to get slippers for Grandma and then I saw these boots and I was like, yo, what's up? These look good. And my mom's like, no, you know, I would tell you if they were cheap because she made me put back another pair before (laughs) so i was like yeah i got some dope ass boots Mm -hmm. from walmart you know um amari how are you doing my love my darling my liege you know i'm i'm here I'm here. <laughs> wow. Hey, that's a step up from yeah. not being here. Okay. Finals week, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I'm an I'm kind of a nerd, so I got like all of my stuff in pretty early because I was excited about the topic. <laughs> Damn, it's December third. <laughs> I know they're not like due until next week, but I'm high key excited to do my presentations because they're all on black hair and we've had multiple instances of people doing and saying problematic things about people's hair so I'm like ready to school some some people on uh black hair in America and how they can act around it that's that's amazing that's exciting so are you do you have a month off school Yes. That's great. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That was one of the, the propellers. It's like one of the things that pushed me to go back to school. <laughs> I don't blame you. Oh, I saw your parents um, this week. Okay. Um, what? <laughs> I, was, I was in Syracuse this past week, daddy. y'all. And, All right, right. Um, as... Some of you listeners may know Amari and I are from the same hometown. So her parents came to my mom's church and stuff. Oh, yes. and I was they talking to them, chopping it up. I love your parents. They're so adorable. <laughs> they love you. They were laughing at you. Um, my mom was telling me that you guys are talking about the baby and how you're like, she cries when I hold her because she doesn't know me yeah. or, or because like you're in New York. So you're not um, around as often as everyone else in Syracuse. This is what happened i was very upset about this which is why i was telling everyone so the baby came to my mom's church service for the first time there were tons of people there there was loud music everything going on so olivia my niece was freaking out and she's six months old she's freaking out whenever anyone would hold her besides like her mom so i was really upset and it was like my first time seeing her and i was like oh my god she doesn't know me ah but then I was redeemed because on Thanksgiving, I held her and she fell asleep on me for like a solid, I don't know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I was just holding her. We were bonding. We're in love. She's my child, not my brother's. It's fantastic. But so. she does look like you. She does. She looks like, you, like me. She you could walk like around and say it's your ch- child if you wanted. I know. It's yours. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, let's not kidnap anyone's <laughs> Olivia, most, I'm coming for you. Most kidnaps are people you know. Sorry to get morbid and stuff, but uh, you know, just it say. is true. So damn, it got dark. Yeah. Okay, this week is Black History. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this week in Black History, on December 24th, 1992, the position of Secretary of Agriculture was awarded to Alfonso Michael 
Espy, making him the first black person to hold this position. What's good? Okay, so December 27th, 1892, the first black college intercollegiate football game was played in the snows of North Carolina between Livingston College and Biddle College, which eventually changed its name to Johnson C. Smith University. Those are your black facts for this week. Black facts! Does North Carolina have, like, the, the, the top number of HBCUs? Um, maybe. I actually don't know. Or is it D.C.? No, just kidding. No. That's stupid. I only thought of Howard. I don't know. Okay, Should don't we just judge go me. ahead and Google it? Because, like... Yeah, someone Google it. I feel like it's North Carolina, but I, feel like I could be Yeah, wrong. it probably has to be somewhere in the South. I'm not Googling it. I can't lose my Google Doc. I'm afraid I'll lose my Google Doc. <laughs> what? Okay, I'll, I'll work my technology. No, it's okay. I'll do it. But in the meantime, Amari, uh, you want to go ahead and tell us what <laughs> Yes, I'll talk about black professionals we love. So I know this happened a few weeks ago, um, but I just wanted to highlight Kamala Harris, who dropped out of the presidential race. Um, Some may consider it old news, but I still think it's something worth talking about. And although I'm aware she is she was a flawed candidate, um, but so are all the candidates still running. I mean, Biden is over there nibbling on his wife's finger. (laughs) Elizabeth Warren thinks we forgot about the time when she was trying to be Native American, but we haven't. (laughs) Never forget. Never forget. Um, And I think Harris fought her hardest to maintain her spot in the race. And I think she threw like she threw some solid punches during those Democratic debates. And it's crazy because we're we're still in 2019. Uh, and Harris was the, only the third black woman to run for president. And I'm, I'll say it once and I've, I've said it once and I'll say it again. Black women are the backbone of the Democratic Party. And I can not wait until the day when people finally decide to, you know, maybe be a backbone for black women. Uh, so thank you, Kamala, for representing the people and for helping to remind little black girls that they, too, can run for president. That was great. Yeah, yeah. well said. Thank you. Um, So I was researching. I didn't know there was 101 HBCUs in America. I did not know that either. I thought there was like 16. I'm sorry. I know that that there are some that like used to be HBCUs, but are like, they're still HBCUs, but they're not a predominantly black population anymore. I know there are some. Mm -hmm. I remember a kid at undergrad uh, who was talking to me about these schools that he he had applied to and he said he applied to Howard and then he he, he looked I'm like, what kind of idiot doesn't look up the school before you apply? And then he was like, I realized it was like an HBCU but my mom went to Howard for a bit and she was like there were white there were white students so it's you know you can do it that uh vice article yeah that that we had to work on oh my god but there have always been white students I believe at HBCUs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this white man didn't know that Howard was the HBCU and applied anyway yeah how did you not know that? How do you not know that? When you look up Howard University, it's the most famous HBCU. What do you think about when you want to apply to college? Maybe he just thought there was just a bunch of black people on the on the website. It was just the school trying to, you know, like encourage more black applicants. His parents didn't say like, yo, Howard didn't do research. His parents probably don't know. They're like, ooh, look at that school in DC. I don't know. I mean, do white people even know HBCUs are a thing? Some of them do. Mm-hmm. Some right. Do Some key. Yeah, key, that's key true. I distinctly remember telling people that I was in high school with like, you know, I want to apply to some HBCUs and I'm kind of like screwing up their face like, what's that? Mm-mm. And I'd be like... A historically black college or university. Because no one around them probably talked about that, especially at 16. Yeah. 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 I get it. But at the same time, it's like, so I don't. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I totally understand. Um. Okay. Well, this topic for this episode, it is black holiday season. <laughs> this is hey. being released on December 24th, I believe. So just in time. <laughs> Why are you telling people when our heat's gonna come, Kia? They're they're gonna know. You're right. (laughs) 
day this you're is right. released. What are you you're talking right. about? You're right. You're right. So, uh, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. You know, happy Christmas. And have a very Merry Christmas and, and a Happy New Year. A happy New Year. Y'all know the ad lib. You remember the Cheetah Girls Christmas? No. What's the Cheetah Girls Christmas? A Merry Little Christmas. There was a Cheetah Girls Christmas. I I saw them on tour. You saw them on tour, Amari? They came to Syracuse. Jealous. Dude, my sister was in high school. She came with like her friend and like my three friends were there and it was lit. It was lit. Yeah, that sounds lit. Except Braven wasn't there, but whatever. Oh, what? That's trash. Oh, also I saw the Jonas Brothers again. (laughs) I honestly, I was thinking about going again because now I know all the songs to their new album. Oh, I should go again. But I literally just won off a contest. You did title, yeah. And they were like, "Enter this contest to see the Jonas Brothers." I'm like, "Well, I already saw them, but like, whatever, it's free." Mm -hmm. And then I was like, "Okay, what's the closest one?" I already saw them in. Uh, New York, let's do like a Jersey one. That's easier for me to get home. And then they were like, Yeah, you won. I was like, What? And these seats were okay. so fucking close. Sorry, <laughs> we're oh You're right. They were so close. Like, me and my friend Mackenzie, the other one I went with, with Rachel, um, we were freaking the heck out. Because, uh, you know, like the first seats were like all the way we up. All the way up. All the way up. <laughs> There was so much of a difference. Like, I didn't even see the whole backdrop. <laughs> there was a backdrop? Yes. <laughs> really? We didn't even know there was one. And I'm like, it was a whole new concert because I was like, I mm-hmm. didn't even see this part. But the one in New York was better, I will say, because they played more songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like their energy was better. And they were in those cute little, like, matching suits. Mm-hmm. And yeah. oh, it was they very cold. Cool. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Christmas came early for Kia. It mm-hmm. was great. Can I, was, I? I was so excited. I almost cried. I'm not even joking. I was so close. I saw jo- Joe Jones's jawline. I think I would have cried I, uh, yeah can i tell you guys about a funny story that i literally heard a few days ago about my br- my friend going to see the jonas brothers years yes. ago so two of my good friends kaylee and kaylee shout out to you they really do have the same name <laughs> um, but they're spelled differently um so they're huge huge jonas brothers fans like huge so when they were younger, when the Jonas Brothers were in their heyday, they went to Good Morning America mm-hmm. to watch the Jonas Brothers. Now, I feel like all of us New Yorkers kind of know that Good Morning America is a shit show. And like, do not go watch a live. Nope. Don't. Don't do it. I didn't know that. Why? It's, also, it's horrible. NBC, the Today Show, they do like concerts and things like that. What's too? the one in Central Park in the Christmas? That's, uh, also, um, that's also Good Morning America. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and they ended up, you know, waiting, got got up really early, waiting outside for a very long time, had to walk from the Good Morning America studio to Central Park just to wait. And it, it was just horrible. They hardly got to see anything. So at the end of it, they lost their friend's mom who what? was with them. Right. <laughs> oh they, they lost her. Well, it was Kaylee's mom. One of the Kaylee's mom. They lost her. Right. They find her. Somehow she schmoozed the security guard into letting them like backstage where the Jonas Brothers were. Oh. What? Listen, this Pants story, this story is hilarious. I hope it's as funny to you guys as it was to me. I hope it's so. Not. <laughs> they <laughs> made these huge cardboard signs. They had like Jonas Brothers sneakers, Jonas Brothers sunglasses, <laughs> Jonas Brothers t-shirts that they just like completely made. Cute. They're like, I don't know, maybe 14 or 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get backstage and I guess Kevin comes up to my friend Kaylee and is talking to her. Right. And Kaylee said that she is just like can't even concentrate, can't even reply. It is just like staring at him in awe. Now, I think, was it, did she say Nick? I think one of them, one of them, not Joan. Yeah, Nick. Nick was walking by with like his people and the other Kaylee starts going crazy, yelling and screaming like, oh my God, it's Nick. And she (laughs) throws, I think they said she threw her hat at him (laughs) to like give it to him (laughs) and she said that he literally looked at the hat and then stepped right oh my god that sounds like she threw it at him (laughs) yo nick is vicious he does not play around i say nick is like the most serious one out of all yeah no he definitely is is. yeah my friend who i went (laughs) to college with (laughs) yeah that's rude my friend who i went to college with is an insane jones brothers fan like crazier than me like she got the vip meet and greet and everything Uh and your friend loaded wait who 
Oh, she your said friend- your friend loaded. Oh, no, I, I don't I, No, she's a teacher, but she just spends a lot of money on the Jones Brothers. Um, As she should. Yeah, exactly. That's like her bae. But she, this girl is crazy that she got picked for this iHeart um, radio uh, web series where it was like you – the craziest fan like does trivia with the person they, they're like celebrity crush or whatever mm-hmm. to see who gets the right answers and she got picked for a Nick because she's like a crazy Nick Jonas fan and they're like Nick this is your like craziest fan Nick looks so uninterested he was just <laughs> like okay and that's like, what oh, I'm afraid of huh, what did you say was it recorded yeah it's online I'm gonna show you guys <laughs> no. after cause I'm looking I'm like this poor like I know her and I know how much she loves him and he is not like even he's like I wanna I sit down and, and drink a coke see and that's what I'm afraid of because the day is gonna come when I meet BTS I know it is speaking it into existence oh Jesus <laughs> and when I meet you're not gonna understand what the heck Jimin. Communication can be nonverbal, okay? That's true. And I feel like I would be so afraid that if I met Jimin, he would just look at me like, mm-hmm. who are you? Like, ugh, I, get out I, of my I face. Disagree. I would be shattered. so uh, shattered. My life would be shattered. Well, one of Summer Walker's fan posted on social media. Well, yeah. Isn't that a whole thing, though? It's a yeah. whole thing. Summer Walker's Y'all, having some issues. I, she went in on her, though. Like, like, how could you spend money to see you? Yeah. I, I she, guess she that. got a VIP ticket, and she didn't, like, want to hug her. She seemed yeah. like she didn't seem interested. Yeah. I, I think... Oh, go ahead, Amari. I was just going to say, I think that these are great stories, but we should probably get back to Chris. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wow, Amari. Damn, You're right, Marie. though. Um, okay, well, because I know we, I know I we'd be able to talk about this stuff for a while, but I'm like, I'm not sure how interested everyone else is in, like... Wait, what was the question uh, you asked, Jenna? What question? About the Christmas? What was it, you, Kia? Wait, no, I said she's, she's, she's a girl Christmas. <laughs> oh, 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 that's how we got this started. That's what got us started on concert. Okay, okay. okay, well, side note, listen to Disney Channel Holiday. I have that on repeat all the time. Jonas Brothers <laughs> do have a song, and they have a new song. Check it out, Christmas. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it? Okay. okay. Well, let's talk. Well, about... Negroes and Negresses. <laughs> <laughs> How do you celebrate Christmas? What's your favorite part of the Negro holiday? I'm Negro sorry. I'm sorry, mom and dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I say that all the time. Um, That's my I first like time it. hearing that. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Um, so how we're talking about how black people celebrate the holidays and that can go for Thanksgiving, Christmas, mm-hmm. New Year's mostly because that's mm-hmm. the, the the famous ones. We'll talk about Kwanzaa a little later. Um, but yeah, how do y'all be spending the holidays? What's your favorite part about the holidays with your black ass family? I was really trying to think if my black ass family is different <laughs> from any other black ass family. And I, I really like I'm, I'm trying to think with like food, music, traditions, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we do the same stuff that the rest of black people do and maybe even some white people maybe even some asian people maybe yeah. even some spanish people i don't the only know. difference is probably our food and music is better i was about to say food. that because i was thinking about um well i have nothing to compare this to because i ain't never been to a white person's place oh, for true. the holidays i don't oh, even know what either. they be doing but oh, i feel like it can't yeah. be as lit as my family or any other you know what I wanted to know we got two Caribbeans in a building I wanted to know that's true I wanted to know what y'all be doing because I know like food wise for example because I know y'all got some rice and beans up in there Mm -hmm. and like we just started to incorporate rice and beans my mom makes some delicious black eyed peas like bomb and she just made rice for the very very first time Mm -hmm. this year she's never forever she's she's never never. made rice she never rice is not a staple in my household rice was never a staple in our household never we we growing up we ate rice with everything Everything. i expected that from two people but you can yeah oh well I mm. eat rice like at least twice a week. To the Seriously, yeah. to the stuff. Yeah, I'm not a rice person. I had rice tonight. I had couscous. Well, that's close enough. I am not a rice person at all. But I, w- I was interested to see like what kind of food you guys have in like a more Caribbean household opposed yeah, to like I have an, no idea. an African American household. Well, I, I don't know about you, Rachel, but I know like we do like rice and peas. We do the plantain. We do the oxtail. We do uh, what else? we do. My mom has this. There's a I think it's Jamaican. It's called corn pie. 
What's that? But it's like a casserole, but it's like what you do, like right? You do uh, regular oh, corn, sweet corn. Uh, you add some like cheese in there. It sounds weird, but it's like one of the most yeah. delicious concoctions it's ever. Good. If you like, yeah, corn, you like corn pie. Y'all gonna yeah. make me some of this? Yeah. I don't know how to make corn pie, but I've had it. We'll get to learning, Rachel. I can make good corn pie, so I'll teach you. <laughs> oh, thanks. Okay. Yeah, All right. Mine's got us covered. <laughs> yeah, but for me, it's the same. Uh, my mom, she made oxtail for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, we make like our traditional um, Creole dishes and we make a little bit of American mm-hmm. dishes as well. But for um, Christmas, my mom makes a soup called bouillon. Okay. And then for... Um, New Year's Eve. That's another soup that she makes. Wait, um, what's bouillon? Bouillon is it's like a stew with like potatoes, um, beef, carrots, like all your all your mixed vegetables. It's just a oh, stew. So it's we, like a beef stew. Yeah, it's a beef stew, but we call it bouillon. And then for um, Christmas, no, not Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. There's another t- tradition that Haitians make. Um, fuck, why am I forgetting the name of the stew? I haven't had it in like a long time. Damn it. <laughs> It'll come back. It'll come back no, to you. Oh my the Haitian listeners. They are always come so back. Mad. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't remember the name of the soup, but like Is Haitian. She Haitian? <laughs> Haitians make it every year for New Year's Eve. Um and yeah, that's that's about it for food. That's mm-hmm. our tradition. Yeah. We do uh well it's not food, but even at all of our gatherings, my dad makes rum punch. Oh, um, your dad's rum punch, man. That, yes. Wow, I want some of those too. It's strong. It's like juice, but that we used to have a Christmas party of every year um, a while back, and we're reinstating it this year. Um, but like people, people got to be careful when they come because they have to drive home, and our mailbox was hit like several times. Damn. <laughs> yeah, like y'all just need to stay. <laughs> That's wild. Okay. Yeah. I had to look up a soup. <laughs> okay. Did you look up Haitian soup? Yes. It's called soup jumu. It's made with pumpkin. Ooh. Um, oh. And then they put like noodles in there and your whatever meat you want, and potatoes and all that good stuff. So soup That's Ooh. interesting. Yeah. Pumpkin. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what my family does. I'll go. That's what oh, my family oh, does. Okay. <laughs> well, just screw me. Okay, go. Um, we do the classic macaroni and cheese. Thanksgiving, we have turkey. Christmas, I think we do like a ham. My dad's been doing brisket lately. We have collard greens. Um, my grandma or sister sometimes makes chitlins. I'm really against it, frankly, Ooh. and I think they should be done for. Should I explain what chitterlings are? Yes. I mean, I know because my family's from the South. But... Yeah. God, it's pig intestine. No you don't know, Mari? I no. found out like two days ago from one of my coworkers who's from the South, and I was like, yeah. why would you eat that? Why would you eat that? You right? could say that about She's anything like, oh, yeah. in the South. You... Oh, yeah, we can eat what it. Is I'm it? like, it's no. pig intestine, Samari. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Or gizzards? No. Yeah, oh, no. gizzards. gizzards? <laughs> it's like the um, insides of like a, a turkey or a chicken. Turkey. Yeah. Fried gizzards. Yeah. I was like, get that away from me. Mm-hmm. They tried to make me eat it last time I went down there. I was like, no. We had not. pig's feet for for uh, for uh, for uh, Thanksgiving, too. So sad. This year. It was just like, why? Yeah, no. <laughs> why? I, I, I mean, Caribbean folk love their chicken feet. So I, I, I really don't get it. It's a I've had thing. pig's feet. My mom used to make pig's feet. Wait, it's is not, your family from the South today? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm my, like, it sounds very similar. Oh, yeah. My grandma's from Mississippi. Okay. So, yeah. Because yeah. my family's from Alabama, North Carolina, Virginia. So we have some Southern. But similar to you, like the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Staple. I feel like the potato salad is really the most important thing for Wait, black people. Y'all make potato salad in the winter? Y'all don't have that for Thanksgiving? Nah, thing. bro. No, potato salad is a summer thing. Yeah. We do not wait, do potato salad in the winter. Y'all, okay, we Jenny's need to like, take a poll. <laughs> wait, y'all need to take a poll because everyone has potato salad at Thanksgiving. No. What y'all talking we about? No, y'all, I'm ready to yeah. fight. 
I'm ready to fight. We're taking a poll on Twitter. Three people are telling you that it is a summer delicacy. I'm telling you all black people do this, bro. That's a lie. It's a barbecue dish. Just like salt potatoes and the eggs, the deviled eggs. You don't make deviled eggs in the winter? We do. What? Seasonal dishes. Nah. Nah, we do that all... We don't take a poll on Twitter, y'all. I'm, I'm not crazy. Kia. I'm, I'm not stressed. crazy. Because I'm it's a big out. deal. The potato salad is a big deal. We How is the potato salad a big deal? Right. <laughs> I'm not joking. Ask any other black potato people. Potato salad is like the least. Well, okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. I don't no, love no, potato no, salad. No, no. Gonna come out and say what? it. What? I don't love potato salad. <gasps> I don't love it. Have you I, had good potato salad? I've had great potato salad. It's just like not a go-to. Because it's like... It's like I love it with the eggs, <laughs> relish. Yeah, Everything. I like it. It's I mean, that's what I was saying. It's a big deal. Like you can't mess up potato salad. So I told my mom, don't give me that because y'all be flaming me for the potato salad. <laughs> I'm not trying to do all that. So I only like cut the potatoes. <laughs> y'all, y'all. I'm sorry. Sorry to cut into this, but we we're talking about potato salad and that reminded me of something that happened to me during Thanksgiving. Uh-oh. What happened? So at my school, they had a potluck Thanksgiving. Nope. Hopefully no one listens <laughs> to this the podcast. Whites. And I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sir. You know, you, you, I don't know why. Well, I know why. But, you know, like we all we're very sensitive about eating certain people's food. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I go and I'm like looking at who's putting what food where because, you know, that's going to that's going to someone someone brought a, a vegetarian Jamaican shepherd's pie. And I was like, you know that boy's white because one, <laughs> vegetarian and Jamaican, just like oh, I know they, yeah, they're mixed. Yeah, and two, shepherd's pie is not even Jamaican. That's a British <laughs> thing. Um, Isn't that Irish? Irish, yeah. You know, it's oh well, I don't know, it's white. Like the lady, the white. <laughs> yeah. that was the point, right? <laughs> and then there's a casserole with freaking goldfish on it, and I what? Said, what? I Y'all are terrorists. Believe. Terrorism. That's terrorism. <laughs> I mean, that's the definition of terrorism. I had um, a friend's giving back in college, and I will never forget because I made it. It was mostly my white friends. <laughs> Rachel's still stunned by that. We're goldfish. still like, what? I know goldfish? they're like college students. They're like they're on a budget, but like goldfish. Yeah. Did they yeah. did they crumble up the goldfish, no, or was it just whole ass goldfish on top? Whole whole goldfish with like damn papri- with nah. paprika. Paprika, girl. <laughs> did you ask if he was a terrorist? <laughs> and I think he put it down, but then there was someone across from me, and she was like, "Oh my god, this looks so good!" And what? I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, you need to get around, Christina. She took pictures. <laughs> That's wrong. Anyway. But yeah, no, my friends giving in college, we gave. Uh, the mac and cheese to this one girl and I was like I feel like she's gonna do some dumb shit like <laughs> box mac and cheese my friend was like no she won't I'm like bet girl comes in craft mac and cheese bro I'm ready to fight <laughs> I was ready to fight and you can tell it's craft but like the noodles were they like the like yes the girl noodle? I knew yeah. it was crap homegirl mm-hmm. cooked it 10 minutes before she came I was like are you serious that's why I don't have Thanksgiving with the whites can't yeah, do it and cheese is an abomination I'm mm-hmm. sorry but I will never. Yeah. Kraft macaroni and cheese is not... Okay. It's not healthy. You know what I hate. It's definitely not. You know what I absolutely hate. When you go into a restaurant or something like that and they're like, baked macaroni and cheese. Mm -hmm. All macaroni and cheese is supposed to be baked. Mm -hmm. Macaroni and cheese is not just some damn noodles with some Velveeta cheese melting. That's not macaroni and cheese. No, that ain't right. I don't see like the cheese burnt on top with like breadcrumbs. Exactly. That ain't that ain't macaroni and cheese to me, sis. Saucy macaroni. I don't want no some macaroni with Alfredo. Get that out of here. No. Get that out. No. Also, I feel like black people will also flame me if you want pumpkin pie at the damn Thanksgiving. I love pumpkin pie. I do. That's fine. But they, That's no, y'all families don't be ready to fight. My family is brutal, man. I feel like you know, my sister kind of ready to fight. I ain't that brutal making damn uh, uh, Yo, everyone does that. Everyone does that. I'm going to take a poll, bruh. I'm going to take a poll. You know what? I'm going to do this poll. Do the yeah. poll. Thank you. I swear, y'all, I'm not. Ask for comments, too. Ask for the comments. We'll ask for comments, and Kia, I bet you you're going to be the lone one. No, I'm not. It's a big 20 family members going to be the only one. No, it's not. It'll be 20%. Have y'all played the game Black Card Revoke? No, it's like no. it's a no. game about black culture. Um, but one of the things is like, question was like, why can't you mess up the potato salad mm-hmm. the in the summer? No, <laughs> no, it's not just the summer, bro. I'm telling you. 
Oh, also my cousin's wife brought turkey necks this oh. year. Oh. So south. So, so south. I love turkey necks. Oh, what is good about a turkey neck? It's just bones. <laughs> it's, it's actually, yeah, it's pretty hard a little to bit eat. Of I actually did like it, though. That was the first time having turkey necks, and I did like it. I did enjoy it. Give me some ham. Like, wow. Yeah, we have ham, too. I'm not a ham person, though. We yeah. have turkey. I guess we have the staples. But I feel like, also, do white people have yams? You know they ain't Oh, yams. yes, they, they do. They put, they, do. they put marshmallows on it. Uh, I put marshmallows on mine. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's good. No. It's good. No, 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 no,
potato salad. Speaking of social media, I feel like there's a lot of dope social media trends around the holidays. Like, oh, because it's like the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. like what's the hashtag we were tweeting about today? Twitter of the decade or something. Yeah, tweet and of the decade. Tweet of the decade. Yeah, and then there was also like Thanksgiving with black families. Oh my god, those Thanksgiving with black families. Wait, let me There was also like I think was there a Christmas with black families or I don't know. There's definitely going to be. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. So I feel like all every time it's like a dope thing on social media with black because black Twitter is just amazing, y'all. Okay. I feel bad for people who are on black Twitter. All right, so this is from Blavity. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to you, Aunt. How's that GPA looking? Me. How's that credit score looking? Oh! Yes, I showed my family this. Oh. Um, Auntie, stay out of grown folk talk. Me, stay out of married men house. Oh! <laughs> Hashtag Thanksgiving clapback. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving clapback. Yeah. That's what it was. Aunt, you still dependent on your mama? Me, you still dependent on the state? Ooh! <laughs> mm. yeah. cool. That person would get slapped yeah. real quick yeah. by yeah. yeah, has anyone ever said these... Because like, I don't know, would, they're not it's living. They're not want to us. say, but we don't because it's like disrespectful. Yeah, we just keep it to ourselves. Um, ain't that your third plate? Ain't, ain't that, that your, your third, third husband? husband? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, uncle, shouldn't you be out? Shouldn't you be out there with the kids? Me, okay, but shouldn't you be raising yours? Ooh. Oh my god! Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 uncle, your mama know y'all out here smoking. Me, your wife know you out here cheating. Uh, <laughs> these are brutal. I yeah. love them. They're um, worse than last year's. Yeah, yeah. I remember last I year's think being so. was brutal. Um, uh, hmm. You still acting up in school? Me? Hmm. Them roaches still acting up in your kitchen? Ah, <laughs> 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 that's a good one. Oh my god. Well, I mean, social media is the best. It I is. Love black people. Okay, uh, two more. Two more. Okay. Uh, you still messing with that girl with the baby? Me? You still messing with that man with the wife? Mm. Ooh. Uh, oh. A lot of cheating. Uh, a lot. Finale. A lot. A lot. But you know we all got them in our family. Yeah, we do. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Really think about it. You Y'all sit around the dinner table. don't have to think hard. Table. I know you know. I don't have to think hard <laughs> at all. There's been some infidelity. Yeah. Um, aunt, you know tattoos are a lifetime commitment. Me, but your marriage wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's okay Damn. to get divorced. <laughs> Eek. Eek. That was rough. Hashtag How do white people celebrate Thanksgiving and stuff? I don't know. I, I I feel like it has to be like really mellow and quiet. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. Like I was trying to go over to my ex boyfriend's house for your holidays. Wasn't invited. That's a different. <laughs> Damn, you weren't invited. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go there anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, was I not invited or did I not want to go? Racist, right? Like his mom did not like you. Right. Yeah, I don't know if I wasn't invited or if I didn't want to go. Maybe it just it's wasn't a, a conversation between you guys because you both no, knew what it was. I think I know what it was. I think I would always invite him, and then he'd be like, "No, my mom wants me to go to mine," mm-hmm. and I was like, <laughs> "And I would always invite him." Then he finally showed up, but I didn't think I had um an ear to go. But now I'm like, oh, I wonder what that's like. But I, I feel like because we're my film is always like loud, obnoxious, playing games, music, dancing sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like it's not the same. No, it's totally mm-hmm. mellow. You know, they're pouring eggnog into their glass <laughs> cups as they like discuss about stuff, looking Sitting at the Christmas the lights and like making gingerbread houses. By the way, I hate eggnog. Yeah, it's gross. It's what? disgusting. What? Eggnog is so good. No. I love eggnog. It's nasty. It's nasty. Spiked eggnog. Are you having debates with your family about politics? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if that was a white thing either. No, I usually like say I don't have it because we're always like yelling at each other because yeah. we agree with each other. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> this past Thanksgiving, I felt like I was I was coming for certain family members. <laughs> Damn. I, yeah. I only get into it sometimes, but not anything like too much. Yeah. It's only like an age thing, like. I think this way they think about it. A lot, yeah. I think it's like an age thing where it's kind of, I feel like we're all kind of at that age where your parents may say more, you know, ignorant things or old timey things. Mm-hmm. And I think we're kind of at that age where you like low key, like check them. Like, yeah. let's sure. reassess that. Yeah, for sure. Um, right. Before we end, let's talk about Kwanzaa a yeah. little bit. We, we wanted to talk about Kwanzaa. Because <laughs> we, we were talking about, does anyone celebrate Kwanzaa? Do we know anyone that celebrates Kwanzaa? Do you guys? I don't. My family sends out we used to send out kwanzaa cards 
but then we stopped when I went to college. That's about it. Mm. Well, I know Amari and I, our parents are a part of this like association that has a Kwanzaa ball every year, but none of them celebrate Kwanzaa really. Yeah, no. Um, I think in my family, we try to celebrate Kwanzaa for like two or three years and like went to like a few Kwanzaa celebrations and I was given a Kwanzaa book, but I cannot tell you anything about Kwanzaa. I have some information right here about Kwanzaa. Oh, tell us. So the holiday is celebrated from December 26th to January 1st. It's an annual celebration to honor African-American heritage. Each of the seven days of the holiday represents seven core principles of the holiday. I put holiday twice, sorry. Um, Umoja, which stands for unity. Ooh. Uh, Kujichagulia, self-determination. Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Ujama, cooperative economics. Nia, purpose. Kumba, creativity. And Imani, faith. I'm going to name my daughter... Uh, is it Nia or Naya? Nia. Nia. Just for... I love... I love that yeah, name. Yeah. Well, my <laughs> friend's name is Nia and it's spelled the same way. Oh. But I like how it means purpose because I feel like my daughter is going to have so much purpose and oh. it's close to Kia. <laughs> yeah. That's cute. That's cute. That's a nice name. My cousin's name is Nia. Oh, really? I think it's a good name. It's a good name. I love it. I it's love that it means purpose. There's a lot of good Nias out there. Nia Long. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one I was thinking I know. Of. That's the only one I had. <laughs> also, my- some more info on Kwanzaa. Um, Dr. Moalana Karinja introduces the festival in 1966 to the United States as a ritual to welcome the first harvest of the home because Kwanzaa is Swahili for first, I believe. And hold on. Sorry, I'm trying to read. Uh, Oh, yeah. He created the festival for Afro-Americans as a response to the commercialism of Christmas. I thought that was interesting. And then I was looking up um, why black more black people don't celebrate Kwanzaa, and I came across this article from NPR, which was a interview with a black professor discussing it, and he was saying how one um, back in the day we didn't have like the internet and stuff like that, and how uh, we didn't have a lot of things to like connect to black culture, like black Twitter and other stuff. So mm. people wanted to like this was during like the black like. Renaissance, like Black Panther stuff, Black Power Movement, yeah, Black, Black Power, Power Movement. Power. Um, so they wanted to create something that Black people felt like connected to. Um, and then also it doesn't help that it's the day after Christmas mm-hmm. and engaged with a lot of holidays that people already celebrate, like Christmas and um, Hanukkah. He also said. Um, hold on, sorry, I'm trying to read because it was a long thing, but it was a really interesting article. What else did he say? Oh, we can also share it on our Twitter, so if anyone wants to read the in, in, in its entirety, we can share it with them. Yeah, so people think it's like a made-up holiday. Kwanzaa is not a religious holiday, though it does have spiritual overtones, but the reality is that so many holidays that we celebrate are in fact made-up holidays, like Mother's Day and Father's Day, that's true. Um... Mm. Yeah. That's a really good point that mm-hmm. I never thought of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, at the time, back in the 1980s, when I was... Oh, wait, sorry. Wrong thing. Okay, anyway, I'll post it, because, damn, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to see, like, the main thing that he was talking about. But, yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else on Kwanzaa? No, but I might try to celebrate it one day. I think it'd be cool if people did celebrate it, but I think it, the main thing is it's, like... <clears throat> people do feel like it's made up simply because it's right after christmas and it's yeah like, just put it in with that it's also very ignorant when white people are like oh do you celebrate christmas christmas and kwanzaa and it's like Chris- kwanzaa's not religious you dummy yeah that and i get that i don't know do you guys get that because i get that a lot no but i don't, also don't think of christmas as being religious even though i know like I has, think of there's two christmases yeah right and i i think that a lot of people don't really take kwanzaa seriously because it's like specifically supposed to be a black thing and also i feel like black people don't really take it seriously either Mm-hmm. So yeah. why would the rest of the world take it seriously if this designated celebration made by black people for black people, black people don't even celebrate? So, Oh, yeah. It says it was really an attempt to find some sort of ritual celebration that would counter <laughs> act white supremacy 
on one hand, but given African Americans an opportunity to kind of reflect of the past year and to start thinking and planning for the next year, which is why it's celebrated from December 26th to January 1st. Mm. So kind of like a reflection thing, like a mixture of like to stop the commercialization of Christmas and also um, celebrate like New Year's, like reflecting and stuff like that. I'm going to celebrate Kwanzaa. Probably yeah, I know no, you not. Next year, I said probably next year because I'm not prepared this I year. I do want to go to Kwanzaa Call. Shout out to Crystal Stark, who is the creator of Kwanzaa Call. Yeah. Which is a black owned, what is it, like a bar hopping? Yeah. Bar hopping, right? Yeah. Um, to support black owned businesses and black owned bars mm-hmm. in Harlem and Brooklyn. But I'm always home. On I'm December always 26. home. Yeah. And if I was here, none of my friends are here. But I really exactly. want to go one year. I, I want to go dope. too. Because they it have like a fun. dope one in Bed Stuy. But I'm always yeah, in Syracuse. Always so. Nothing's going on over there. <laughs> I know. It's just like if I could make the trek back, if it wasn't so bad. Maybe one day, one year. One day. I'll go. But yeah, anything else on Kwanzaa holidays? No, no. I think we should move forward. Go on to Rachel. Yes. All right. So it's that time of year where we gather around with our loved ones to celebrate the holidays. But that may not be the same for everyone. The holidays may be a hard time for many people. Psychology Today posted an article on how to deal with grief during the holidays. Here are a few strategies that may help you through this difficult time. One, trust that grief is a part of healing. Time doesn't heal the pain associated with a loss. It's what you do with that time that matters. Grief is the process by which you heal. Eventually, the holidays will get easier, but only if you allow yourself to experience the grief of going through them without your loved one. Two, get healthy boundaries. You certainly don't have to force yourself to face every holiday, event, or celebratory tradition. If attending a tree lighting ceremony or participating in the office gift swap is likely to bring about too many painful memories this year, be willing to say no. Other people may try to convince you to participate, but you certainly don't have to try to please. You don't have to try to please everyone. Three, do something kind for others. Even when you're in the midst of grief, you still have something to offer the world. Performing a few acts of kindness can be really good for a grieving person's spirit. Donate gifts to families in need, serve meals at a soup kitchen, or volunteer to help people at a nursing home. And lastly, ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help when you're struggling with the holidays. Reminding loved ones that you're having a rough time may be enough. But you also may want to reach out for more support. Look for support groups or contact a professional counselor to help you deal with your grief in a healthy manner. And that concludes Time to Talk with Rachel. Thanks for hey. listening. Hey. I was thinking about this recently about like how crappy it would be if you like didn't have your family to go home to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is so sad. I was like, damn, I got to really yeah. be thankful for that. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it would just really suck like if you didn't have a big family or your family was far and like every holiday you're like spending it alone and stuff. Yeah. Right. Or you're like you're not even in contact with your family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's rough. I'm very, very thankful for my family. They're the best. Love y'all. Same. Yes. Um, but we did have someone write in this week. Uh, oh, for serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to call her Sophie. That's Sophie. Um, so she said, I have a four month old mixed child. I'm white and my boyfriend is black. We are deeply in love and plan to raise our child in a household full of that love. However, one of my best friends has started saying shady comments that I feel could be harmful to my child. She'll make comments about my baby's hair, like she looks like she has my boyfriend's hair texture instead of mine, with like a frown on her face, or she'll make passive comments about how big my baby's lips are. Mm-mm. How can I shut my friend down without completely throwing away our friendship? No, you tell her about herself. Yeah. Because that's, that's not... Your child's a baby. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. It's a baby. Yeah. It's a baby. I mean, personally, I feel that as a white person, you are in a very unique position where you can be a little bit more aggressive and honest and kind of check your friend and say... 
this is my household. This is my child. I don't like the comments that you're saying. And I think that they are very harmful because of X, Y, and Z, you know, like you, you have the ability to say that without it being, without it coming off as you being very, very, um, um, like sensitive. I think take it a next sensitive. Yeah, exactly. And take it a step further. Like not even just with this baby, but you can't be saying that to anyone's child. Yeah. Yeah. You say that Mm -hmm. to the wrong person, you're going to get messed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, it's, I just, I mean, you know, historically black people are already, they're, commented on their phys- like on their physical being from an early age mm-hmm. so to have it be a baby and for that to already happen be happening with someone that you're close to I think that's definitely something that's worth addressing you know um now and kind of bringing that to their attention um yeah but like Janae like you said like you're in a position where like you can say something like we can all say something but it's different when it's coming from uh when it's like an inter- like it's a conversation between two white people versus a black person and a white person because I feel like there's a lot of dynamics in that um, that make it a little bit more difficult yeah, to she, navigate. She needs to know that what she's saying is not okay. And also, you know, I feel that people growing up, you have kids and you make these comments about your feelings and thoughts and then your kids hear those things and they think that they're okay to say. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like you also need to say something because this person could one day bring kids into the world. And if she's saying stuff in front of her kids, like, oh, you know, X, Y, and Z's child has nappy hair or, you know, their lips are too big, then they are saying that in front of their kid and their kid brings that to a black person they go to school with. And it just perpetuates the cycle all over again. So like you can nip this in the bud now by saying something and just (laughs) stop that repetitive cycle of microaggressions that's really really damaging to young kids mm-hmm. and in and you can even be like if she brings it up again like i love her big hair or like i love her i love my child's hair i love my child's lips mm-hmm. um and you know i i mean granted with my friends i'm always sending them articles and um i think that's also a good way to kind of educate people and uh and, and maybe they might think it's shady but you'd be like I saw this article. I thought it was interesting. Maybe the article just happens to be on the history of black hair in America and uh, people's attitudes towards it. And you can like send it to, to your friend. I don't know. And then frankly, one last thing to close out. If you say this to her and she is not listening, if she gets offensive or offended and she's not receiving what you're saying at all maybe it's time to consider ditching that friend yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent it's maybe it's time to consider she like doesn't need to be around exactly a she's lot probably of like a tainted person inside yeah yeah deeper than this. she's probably grown up around a lot of white people who are making comments about black people and low-key might feel some type of way that you procreate it with a black man Mm-hmm. End of story. And if she's not open, if she doesn't, if her reaction isn't completely like, oh, my God, I did not mean to offend. I didn't know what I was saying was harmful. If that's not her reaction, then kick that hoe to the curb. Hey, yeah. Well, you know, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of the So-Called Oreo podcast. Please follow us on all social media at So-Called Oreos. And you can email us at socalledoreos at gmail.com. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and Google Play. And please remember to like, rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Happy holidays, everyone. We'll Happy see holidays. you next time. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.